Yes. So, w welcome. Uh, this is very much of an honor to have you. Uh, I I've messaged a lot of people, but I, I didn't expect you to like respond because I mean you're more of a bigger name than a lot of the people I asked. Oh well, uh, you were uh, you. Uh... Uh, you like the shows that I've been on and you seem to be interested in comedy and I like people like that. So um, you flattered me and then you interest me. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes to get me there. Uh, how, uh, tell me before we start this, before we even jump into this, tell yeah. me who you guys are. Tell me about you because all I, for people listening, all I got was a Instagram message saying you want to do on the show and I didn't know much about the show. And it's uh, I listened to a, uh, a little I listened to the Bobby Tisdale one, and it's a uh, it's a talk show, which I thought it was a, like a character improv show. Mm. Guys... Well, yes, but well, it is a character improv show. But I mean, like when I have special guests on, like it's such an honor to have them on that I, sometimes I I feel a little bad that I'm just like talking to a fictional character and not the person. <laughs> mm. oh, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys kind of pivot between your your two. Your two options. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. Not, oh, go ahead. Our, our other person here is uh, playing a character. Uh, he is he is uh, playing William Shakespeare's descendant, Derek Shakespeare. He runs a library underground. <laughs> yeah. Underground where? South Bend, Indiana. Oh, so pe yeah, people wouldn't expect an underground there. Is it just in the side of a hill? Uh, can you answer that, uh, Derek Shakespeare? Um. Like, how do people find the bookstore? Or is it, is it very poorly run? Well, no, it's not poorly run. So we have a we have a system where we go to bookstores and we, you know, because we want a certain type of um, audience, right? We mm -hmm. want a certain type of people to come in. So it's certain books. We'll put uh, notes in certain books. You know, I have certain employees that run out, put notes in books in nearby bookstores that are above ground. And then mm -hmm. they come to me and I'm, I'm not too far away from a city. It's like kind of like it's hard to explain, but it's it's mm -hmm. similar to on the side of a mountain. So, yeah. so you're kind of like a very hip record store. Exactly. Like you don't want you only want the best people wandering in. Look at most definitely because especially we want people that are actually gonna come in and you know buy our books and actually read them and enjoy them. So, how often do you bring up that you're uh, uh, related to Shakespeare? You just sort of leave it out there for people to ask. Well, I mean, uh, I definitely try to leave it out there for people to ask because you know some people you know some people i might tell as like okay that's a conversation starter but most of the mm -hmm. time i just i leave it up to people to just you know find me yeah that's cool yeah i don't i don't mention that i'm actually part husky like dog i'm related to dogs it doesn't come out much i just usually uh, okay. if people ask me i'm like oh yeah yeah that's how i got my last name <laughs> there's a theory that that william shakespeare actually may not have existed or may not have written all his plays mm -hmm. i mean the thing is William Shakespeare, doesn't that kind of sound like a pseudonym? <laughs> hey, I mean, it kind of sounds like someone's pen name. Yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean. His, his actual name was William Peakshare, and he just, like, reshaped it. He, like, took his old name and twisted it a little bit. Man, I, I didn't even know that. That was, uh, I mean, that was smart. I mean, I wouldn't want to be. I'd rather yeah. William Shakespeare, most definitely. Yeah, and then before that, his name was, he changed it from Johnson Oh. So it's like a three steps, three steps to get to Shakespeare. Yeah, but William Johnson, nobody would read, nobody would be inspired to read that stuff. Yeah, but Shakespeare is, is so unique. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, you should know that uh, 
Well, I did have this guy, Chip Pope, who was on a few of the Comedy Death Ray episodes. Mm-hmm. I technically considered him the first person who was bad on Comedy Bang Man. It's also been here because the podcast that inspired mine. Right. However, since he was only on Comedy Death Ray episodes, he never actually appeared on the official series. You're technically the first person to be on the Comedy Bang Man series to come on. Oh, that's cool. Wait, so Bobby's never done uh, Comedy Bang Bang or Death Ray? He, I think he did Death Ray back on, on stage in New, in Los Angeles. Well, I I mean I all this the stuff that they do on stage in Los Angeles isn't on uh, Stitcher. So. That's true. That's true. Well, I'm just connecting. Uh, I am connecting you to that history. If you want to go back as far as where it all started, you know, um, back before the internet, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. W- w- which was your favorite uh, character to play on comedy, Bang Bang? Uh, I haven't done that many, honestly. I uh, um, there was one. I did this guy who was a children's book author mm. and, and all of his books were about, um, I think a really short kid. I can't remember. Um, that one was really fun. I got, I did one, <laughs> my, one of my least favorite ones uh, only because I was sort of like so nervous was what the, my first one I did with uh, Bob Odenkirk and, and Scott Ackerman. And there's supposed to be one other person, maybe two other people that's supposed to show up. He's like, Oh yeah, it's just you, me and him. And I was like, what? Because our like he's uh Odenkirk is a hero of mine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh uh he was tough, man. He did not he, there I didn't realize that there's there's a there's a kind of trope to um comedy bang bang, which is about dismantling the other person's bit a little bit. And I come from improv so much that I wasn't used to that kind of uh um anti-scene building, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Uh like we we come from a thing of like oh here's my idea and the other person kind of supports it they are finding holes in it and I I did not from my point of view my experience of it I was like oh, I didn't do as well as I wanted to um, but I got to meet Odenkirk and he's a he's a good dude yeah uh, I have listened I haven't listened to all of your episodes but I've, I've listened to the one with uh, Gustav Dudamel right now oh thanks <laughs> uh, and and the uh, the one with the Eagles of Death Metal which. In hindsight, kind of hurts to listen. Oh, to. that one! I that one actually okay. That one I completely regret and regretted as it was starting. Oh no, no, no! I'm I, I, I'm not talking about your character. We we only can bring that out. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that it featured the band about a week before they were the victim of a terrorist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was a weird one. I actually talked to Aukerman and I said I really I really feel bad because that was. Uh, that episode had both those two things, I think was just kind of like a, ugh, kind of a bummer episode. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it, it's very, for me personally, it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things like, Oh, in comedy, there's this thing of like commit to whatever your idea is, especially again from improv, but it's like commit, whatever your idea is, you can kind of build it to something. And it, it didn't, it, did, it didn't build anything. Um, so if anybody, specifically like ever has uh like a reaction to that episode i would completely engage them on on identifying like where how how badly i feel about that episode just from well i I didn't really feel bad listening to it It yeah it was just until after i listened to it when i I didn't know it came out just about a week before the attack Mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking oh maybe it came out after and like they they're not like super PTSD ridden. Like that's why I kind of no, thought. No, no. Uh, 
I feel like it would be a good time to change the topic. So <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Um, do you listen to uh, Improv for Humans then, if you listen to that one? I'm curious who, who knows about what other shows. Improv for yeah. Humans? I've never heard Are you of seriously that. have it? Podcast. Oh, that's funny. So that that no. is a fucking great podcast by Matt Besser. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he was actually in college at the same time as my dad was. He was a Yeah, yeah. Was a so person. he's the guy who found he, he's the guy who founded our theater. And uh I owe him a lot for a lot of things that have happened in my life just because I found his theater and the environment they had. It's like good for me. Um oh. But uh, his, his, it's it's an all improv uh, uh, podcast, so it's just a lot, lots of scenes and characters and stuff. You guys would you dig it if you didn't know about it? Okay, just a second. Yeah, yeah, left. Let me just. I think it's gonna be right back. Let me just. Oh, is he in the bathroom? Um, no, I'm just saying he left the uh, recording. Uh, Want to make sure it doesn't? Yeah, want to make sure he's. Back, uh, Did he drop his drop his connection? Maybe uh, he got bummed out by the uh, <laughs> the death the Eagles of Death Metal discussion. No, I, I I don't think so. I really don't think he knows about that stuff. Uh, what is he? Is he like a comedy partner of yours? You guys um, are no. We're, we're I think by our by the voice you can kind of tell that we're younger mm-hmm. yeah uh, you guys are I kind of are you in this. high school yeah 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 I, I i did this as a coping mechanism for all the covid stuff oh, and then i kind of realized hey i can i can get some people mm-hmm. on i mean like oh that's cool okay oh, sorry yeah, about I, that sorry oh that's okay what just happened uh, my, my phone technology yeah really yeah um they didn't last for too long because i don't really do solo bowls on this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's an honor to have special guests mm-hmm. on, but I, it, I still like to have like someone I know with me, so it's not. Yeah, like, no, I understand. I understand. No, 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 I was just. I've never met it was. It was literally somebody called me, and then I I declined the call, and then it didn't. It didn't you should bring him into the into the talk. Oh, <laughs> nah, they're in the car right now. They were just asking me about uh, groceries. I was just telling them that they could just text me. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, uh. Mr. Yeah. Husky, or can I call you? Yeah, in whatever here? you want to call me. Um, yeah. So, uh, when, when did you uh, like, like, how did you get the role of Rudy on Bob's Burgers? Um, I got that from. They just asked me to do. It was just like an offer. I had met Lauren. Our kids took a swimming class okay. together, and we met there. And I guess he knew. I don't know if he'd ever seen me perform, but I think he'd seen my TV work and stuff. Uh, mm. So it, you know, it, they just say, Hey, do you want to, will you do this part? And I was like, yeah. And I kind of just made up that voice the, the day of the table read. Like it just kind of came out as, as we were reading it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful to, to, to Lauren and, and, and all those guys for like making a really, fucking good tv show like it's a really good show you know it's nice feels good to be part of it well did you listen to the entirety of my bobby tisdale episode i I, I honestly Uh, listened about half that that, that's totally fine but i'm just bringing that up because did you get to the part where i mentioned how zeke is like uh nelson from the simpsons mm-hmm. if it wasn't yeah yeah bully. exactly yeah they see still... yeah basically rudy is kind of like millhouse if he wasn't a total fucking loser um 
Yeah, yeah. He's a more vulnerable. To me, he's like a vulnerable Millhouse, but more and more, uh, Rudy's showing like little sparks of like, like anger and stuff. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they also both characters have asthma, and both characters have like dads who are divorced losers. Right. Well, I know Millhouse's dad like got back together with his wife in like the nineteenth season, or like I said, th- I think in the seventeenth season they got back together. They remarried in the nineteenth season. And like, but it's like Kirk never actually got out of his like divorced dad character type. He's, he's remained that way despite being married. Right. Again. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that Rudy's dad probably finds someone in the series finale. What I also hope in the series finale is that we get introduced to the to the uh, never seen principal. And like we, we see him give like we see him like retire and give uh mr fron the role of principal because the reason why mr fron is so pissy is probably because he has to, he, all of the stuff he does he's basically acting as the principal mm. but just because the guy in the counselor doesn't get paid while the guy who does nothing gets paid yeah so i really want to see uh mr fron get awarded the title right. of principal at the end and it might be a female it might be a, a lady Maybe. principal and they, Mr. oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I can't remember it's his name. They just refer to him, right? They've never shown him or her. No, I, I haven't Principal seen Spurs. him. Yeah. yeah. And um, Mr. Husky, I was wanted to yeah. ask, how do you enjoy voice acting? Oh, it's, I like it. I, I feel like I'm, I'm figuring it out still. Um, okay. Bob's is different because you do all the, they try to do, I mean, we obviously can't do it during a uh, pandemic, but mm-hmm. they try to get everyone in the room for the scenes as much as they can. Oh, okay. uh, um, you know, obviously that who's it? Um, uh, John Benjamin and Eugene and Tisdale and uh, Larry Murphy are all on the East coast. So they do their stuff remotely. Um, gotcha. But uh, I, I really like it. Like I, I, I'm I'm working on something right now, and it's like uh, different people record it in a different way. Sometimes you just do the lines, just oh, okay. just record one one by one by one, and they start giving you notes on them. So I like the ones where you can play it more as a scene, more than like the individual line thing. Yeah, um, I was I was gonna ask, are do they allow you to um kind of improv and say things on your own without? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, especially on Bob's. They do that a lot. He'll let us tag stuff in at the end or sometimes do one where we just get kind of loose with the script, make our way through the script, but add stuff or, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, also, if I'm not mistaken, you are Google, yes. right? Yeah, I played the, if Google was a guy, guy. So like, so do, when some people, when you're just like walking outside, do like some people see you and they like recognize you from those yeah. videos? Yeah, I seem to have like different, uh, I'm a that guy. People are like, oh, you were in that thing. Um, and But now I have, I've seemed to have a, a, a spread of, uh, of age reference. Like that, that's generally like younger viewers, you know, recognize mm-hmm. me from that. And other people recognize me from Veep. And some people recognize me from Bob's. Um, but they're all different. They're all different ages. Bob's is kind of everybody. It's a full range, though. Everybody loves Bob's. Well, <laughs> I mentioned this in the episode I did yesterday. I still haven't edited it and published it, but it was with this guy, Steve Berg. Uh, I, I think I told you about that, but uh, yeah, I also, in that episode, I actually brought this exact topic about how 
Bob's Burgers maybe is like appropriate for like some children. However, like it, it still has a spirit of an adult show. Like like Linda at all times, like even if she's not seen drinking, like you can tell all the time that she has some alcohol <laughs> in her blood all the time. Well, let's not spread and, rumors. And, let's and let's also, not spread rumors. <laughs> and also, and also, like how like Jean likes to sometimes make like dirty jokes. Like there was one like recent episode. It, did, I think you Rudy was in it. The one where he he said like. Make sure the trombones aren't oh, rusty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have no idea how that got in. I mean, I know, I know it's not a kids' show, but I still feel like the censors. Have, have you ever seen? There. Have you ever watched the the uh, like original online? You can watch the. I think it's like a six minute sort of the pitch video for Bob's. Uh, the kids were much more like kind of randy and nasty, actually. Like mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, so they started. They definitely started from a more uh, extreme place, and the original idea was actually because you know the the so in the pilot episode, they it's about the meat inspection mm-hmm. and I remember and, that yeah and the cannibalism. It, originally, they were just pitching it to be it's a family of cannibals that's to that run a burger stand. <laughs> Yo, that's you know crazy. I mean? Isn't that crazy? So it's like it evolved. It got rightfully you know and smart smartfully um by the networks it kind of got shaped into like a like a really good family tv show and not family in the kind of like wholesome way but just like um which i sometimes i have i have i i get sick of with network stuff that that idea of kind of like make it palatable to everybody but if you can do that, I think animation does that well. If you can do that, for, most uh, for I think it, I think it does know. it better than um action. Uh, yeah, I, like- I do too. Yeah, because you can kind of imply a lot of like feeling and tone and just how they're illustrated and colored and all that kind of stuff. Wait, were you implying that Bob's Burgers isn't a wholesome show? Because it's probably the most wholesome show. No, I'm saying it now. is a wholesome show, but I'm saying it started from a much more kind of like from a comedy perspective, a more like weird world kind of starting yeah. point. You know what I mean? Cannibalism. That's, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's starting at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bob is definitely probably the most, like one of the most wholesome characters on TV, which greatly contrasts with uh, John Benjamin's other character, Archer, who's like biggest yeah, asshole right. on TV. But uh, like, like Bob is like so wholesome that like, they that like they, he needs someone as much of an asshole as Jimmy Pesto, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, in order to get yeah. him angry. And uh, I think I definitely oh, when I saw um, the episode of Archer when um, I think it's like the start of one of the seasons where he takes uh, Bob's identity and everything. I thought that was a really, I thought it was a really funny way of like making a collab between the two. Oh, I, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. I haven't watched much Archer. I watched the first season. I, I always forget that there's. It's been I, I just, around for a while, right? Yeah, it's been going on for a little minute. I um recently just kind of like started watching it because I I've been you know a little bored and I saw it on Hulu and I've already saw a couple episodes and I right. remember um watching it and I believe like it's at the start of one of the seasons he Archer takes the uh, personality of Bob like he literally takes his place for like a good <laughs> couple episodes. It's hilarious. that's great. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly hope they don't write out Jimmy Pesto. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. That that's a uh, Derek Shakespeare. Do you understand yes, the context here? What, what I, you I actually know, know about I, it? I know a little bit. You might have to explain. <clears throat> I mean, it's it, it hasn't really been proven that it was him, but I mean, like a lot of 
people say he still seemed kind of like a Trumpy guy oh, from a lot yeah. of people who's well, well, uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure like they I'm sure they can probably find someone to do the voice again. Yeah. I mean like Yeah. I mean like a rival character is like what they need. And like if they just add a new one out of nowhere, it's just not gonna feel the same. Like I mean I uh, however like I've actually came up with a theory that actually Trev, like, uh, Jimmy Pesto's bartender, like, doesn't actually hate Bob at all, and, like, he actually kind of looks yeah. up to him, but doesn't admit yeah. it because of Jimmy. Do you think Yeah, Trev, that has, might be Trev true? has that, like, best friend to the bully uh, syndrome. He's almost <laughs> like a, he's like a beaten wife, you know, once he kind of gets free of, of of mean mean pesto maybe he'll he'll blossom or something maybe yeah he seems like he seems like well, a nice I mean, well-meaning also... character who's kind of trapped you know what i mean yeah but i mean there's also ron who's like who's like is the yeah, partner yeah. like the yeah. other oh. the second biggest asshole yeah. in the show who might actually be the <laughs> biggest asshole in the show just isn't seen as much but um, i mean ron does not care at all if if hugo gets well i mean maybe when he gets bad but he he usually does like willingly like support the belters like there was even that one time where he tried to like get them to sneak in something right. without hugo noticing yeah. that hugo that's cool are you are you guys interested in comedy like writing or performing it or are you just fans of it or um like, personally well i'd say i could possibly get into that thing however uh could take yeah. a bit of time. I but. mean, definitely for me. Um, I'm 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 in a comedy. I'm not exact. I'm I'm still very like scared of the idea of like getting on a stage and mm -hmm. performing to people. I definitely think that's like most most definitely. I know that's one of the hardest parts. And writing the jokes and actually having them be funny in the way that you uh get them out. But I think mm -hmm. I think it'd be something I, I would be willing to try. Most definitely. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I I love it. It took me a long time to. I always wanted to do it, and it took me a long time to to give myself permission to do it so mm -hmm. i always say like if you're curious about it don't hold yourself accountable or anything just do it see what it feels like and then if it gets you kind of excited in any way keep doing it gotcha yeah well uh, brian uh now no, on, on to another show you're on uh how did you get cast in a children's hospital oh uh, that's what cordry and i have been buddies for we are roommates honestly for five years and uh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I saw a Carvana commercial recently where yeah. you guys were there. Yeah, and I, I had, had to wear the wig because <laughs> you can't have two bald guys selling cars. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, Corji and I have been working. He worked on um, with me on my uh, Adult Swim special, Mister Neighbor's House, and um, uh, yeah, we used to be in a sketch group together. So we've always just kind of. We, we, he's one of those people in my life that uh, we just really love working with each other and feel like if we have the opportunity to do that, we will do it whenever we can. Um, and, I, and I bet it makes it a lot easier to do the work because you guys are so. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely, that. that's definitely like, yeah, you want one of the early advices I got from Matt Walsh, who I still work with and he used to be one of my teachers um, is you find people that you vibe with and um, you keep, you know, you, you find out what feels right in working with somebody else. And then you keep working mm. with people like that. You know what I mean? It's like, and one of the biggest things is like, if you, you know, work with your friends, if you, if you can do it and not hurt the friendship or anything. Yeah. Um, 
So it's definitely something I've heard a lot throughout mm. like yeah. multiple different communities. Cause it's just like cuts through. There's so much kind of like, um, there's like a weird communication and creativity where you like the, sh- the, if you have that shorthand with somebody else, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so much easier than having to sort of like explain why something's funny or, you know, pitch yeah. them or whatever. You just do it with them. Um, mm. So, uh, so that's that. So to answer your question, uh, Mr. Asparagus, um, he just, he, he wanted to have a, he, he's like, I want to think of a part for you in the show. And I was like, great. Um, and I love chat. It was a fucking blast. <laughs> Yeah, you think you might uh, recommend this to uh, Rob? Sure. Yeah. I'll see if he see if he bites. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, maybe both Rob. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what's going on. You're just you're just pilfering me for my friend for my my <laughs> my contact list. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Nah. Nah. I mean, it, 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 okay. it's definitely an honor. Likewise. Uh, Definitely. I think it's cool you guys yeah, are doing I, I this. Just, I, I love that you're doing it, especially in 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 um, reaction to pandemic. Like doing doing something cre- like creative and but you know now's the fucking time because everybody's just sitting the fuck around. Really? I mean, I I don't just sit all around. I sit all around. Oh, ride okay. my bike, all right. So you move. So you move a seat around the city and then you come back and sit around. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but usually I do sit around because uh, <laughs> I mean I'd probably be bored with with pandemic mm-hmm. or not yeah. at this point. Yeah, I'm bored with it. I'm definitely a little uh, bored with it. Well, uh, are, are there any plans for the like for you to be on Comedy Bang Bang uh, in the future? Like, cause uh, no, not, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been in touch with those guys for a while cross paths usually you like see somebody and you're like oh yeah i forgot i forgot about aukerman we should do something you know so um Mm. (laughs) everybody's just like everybody's online that's it (laughs) yeah and would you ever reach out to them or you're just you know you more want to wait for an offer oh yeah it's their show i mean i i totally um I think with anybody's show that they've been doing for a long time for them, they probably, mm-hmm. they probably like, it, it's in, interesting to, to cycle through, um, uh, like new people, a lot of new people. Cause I don't yeah. know. I feel like if I was at, if I was, if I was at UCB when all this stuff was, I mean, I, I did a show there every week, but you know what UCB is? The, the theater. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the so that's where I, I started. Available. That's why my connection to, to Besser and because um, I started it because I was living with Cordry and I was not doing uh, acting, and he said you're funny, you should do this, and I just needed somebody to to say you should do this. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. And but that theater uh, like changed my life in finding improv because it gave me. It gave me like a voice that I felt like I, I could use to do something that had been a dream of mine for a long time. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how I got on <laughs> this. Oh yeah. Comedy by me. So if you've had a show for um, 
uh, a long time, like I could see him uh, changing it up a lot. Um, you never, you're, you're a guest on someone else's show. So you, I, my, my feeling is like, if they want you, they'll ask you. And if not, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I know you do run your own mm-hmm. podcast. Was that, I know that one's pretty recent. Was that also the product? Of the no, that one, that one, we sold platform? that before uh, pandemic. So I will mm-hmm. say our having, having that to do during this has been great. Truly, like that—that was—that was kind of whatever happens with it. Like that, I'm so grateful that I had that experience to do something like that. And did, and I didn't know Charlie that well, so I got to know him better during this because of that. So it's cool. Um, yeah, are you allowed to say any of the fu- uh, any future guests? Uh, yeah, well, tomorrow we have like Lance Reddick, who's the guy from The Wire, the uh, Lieutenant Daniels. And he was right. in John Wick and stuff. And we got Anthony Kerrigan, the guy from, you know, and Barry, the guy who plays um, NoHo Hank, the, the, I guess they're, are they Armenian? I'm not sure what the, what the, the gang, the mafia, um, mm. but the, the, the ball guy, the totally ball guy. Have you ever seen Barry? Oh, okay. All right. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, sure who else? Uh, some dude, Duff Goldman, who's like a, uh, celebrity cake guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he was like a guest star in the last oh, episode he? of King of the Hill. Well, last isn't like last in production order, there's like kind of like an issue, huh, but like the proper finale. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, oh, and we're breaking the hairline a little bit. We're gonna have Ed Helms and Rob Riggle, um, and Rob Hubel. Wait, oh, yeah, did you already have Rob Hubel? Well, wait, but I know there was like a kind of his, like his what, hair. Yeah, his thing was like he let his hair go back to what it, his his hair really is, which is just gray. He's like, He's been gray since he was like in his early 30s. His hair just went boom, gray. Yeah, but I, I wonder how, what what is going on with Ed oh, Holmes yeah, and Rob Riggle's hair. Find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um. I know Ed Helms was on like Children's Hospital playing a regular character for like a. Season, well, they did that one. That first thing was uh that was during the writers' strike. Um. So that was the only thing we could make was I think Corgi. I don't know if he was about to pitch it to a TV show or something. Uh. But they did it for Warner Brothers for their online thing. And that then then they turned the show from that. So that was like a, a sort of internet series at first. Yeah, but I, I just found it weird that, that I, it was just in the first season. It's just like those characters went away. Because I know he also had a partner played by mm-hmm. uh, Rob yeah. Porter's brother, I believe. I think people's availability changed once the once stuff started. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they seem to get a lot of oh, guest yeah. stars after. Oh, that show, season. a guest star machine. Total factory of top talent. Yeah, isn't there like a spinoff going on? Like there's a there's a thing called Medical Police on Netflix. It's it's super funny. Yeah, Uh, I mean a little bit. Yeah, they have they have all the all the children's hospital people come back, but the most 
the, of the series is uh, the amazing Aaron Hayes and Rob Hubel. Uh, and uh, Soraya Blue, she's uh, this really funny actress I worked with on um, shit, uh, The Real O'Neills. Um, it's funny. It's like, a, or in, and oddly, spookily, it's a, uh, it focuses on trying to prevent a pandemic. Oh, man. So they're medical things. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like another good idea for police themed children's hospital show would be like a prequel one with a uh, Rob Hubel and yeah. Hoffman's character. They, they like talked about they doing that, but I think they went, uh, they went pre pandemic cause they went, cause they knew the pandemic was going to be so popular with people. Yeah. It would make them want to watch a hilarious show about pandemic during pandemic. Wait, so is there, is filming still going on? With, like, it, it, yeah. Rapid yeah. There's stuff still going on. Um, but it's, I've worked on set one day. Everything else has been voiceover. I passed on a couple of things because there were some, I heard about some cases and one, I'm glad I sidestepped because it turned out to be a super spreader and it would have been, and I would have been working with the super spreader spreader uh, (laughs) for two, two of the three days I would be working on it. So I would be all COVIDity. And that would bum me out so much. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, they're doing it. They're, people are, it, it, you kind of have to, you have to vet the, the <laughs> assistant director um, and the second assistant director to, because they're kind of in charge of running the set. And if it, and yeah. if those parts of it are kind of loosey goosey, that's, I can't hang with that. Well, uh, I know you did one episode of a uh, drunk yeah. history, which is one of my favorite shows. And how, how did you like? That was doing fun. That, uh, it's it's a weird here? like. It's it's a weird. I've never had to do anything like that where you're acting on screen and then you're lip syncing. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But it's fun. I, yeah, I really liked it. And they those guys are such a machine at, at that point. You know, by that season. They just knew what they're doing. Had the, the crew was insane. They just like would change thing after thing after thing, getting the next shot ready, and just like fly through it. So, mm. yeah, the the uh, I know in in that episode featuring your segment, the other segment probably I, I know it's a TV fourteen show. But that other show should have let it have it had a TV. Uh, which uh, which other one? Oh. The the one about the guy who gave LSD to dolphins and then jerked them off. Oh, I I didn't see that one. What was this? Yeah, that was from the, that was the other segment from oh, the episode funny. with the one you. Who was in that it, one? It, it was like, it was like, um, it had a J. Uh, he, it's the guy who's last. I, I don't know. Oh, it was Jay Duplass or Duplass? Jay Duplass. Yeah, Jay Duplass, huh. Chris Parnell, and Sherry Appleby. Uh, Chris Parnell was the second person on the show to play oh, Carl nice. Sagan after Paul Shear. Uh, honestly, I, I'd say Paul Shear. No respect to no, no disrespect to Chris Parnell, but Paul Shear probably did seem to do the Carl Sagan. You're a, you have a very uh, encyclopedic knowledge of uh, of certain of. Are, are you just a, a big fan of those shows in particular, or are you sort of kind of a? a do you remember a lot of details? My friend uh, John Bowie. Uh, 
he's a guy who was in our sketch group with Cordry and Seth Morris. He has this. What is yeah. that? Are you referring to John Ross Bowie? That's, yeah. that's what I always yeah, thought. Bowie. I didn't know his terms. Um, uh, he's like that. He can uh, just, he just remembers <laughs> details from everything. It's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as you can tell from my age, I am not out of school. And the thing is, I am so good at remembering like all, like all these details from drunk history. Yet I'm not as good as remembering all the details <laughs> yeah. that I need. Well, I mean, that's test. slightly just because you're more interested in the shows and that's, that's okay. Mm. Yeah, uh, but I also know you did. Uh, you played a veterinarian uh, yeah. on American yeah. Dad once. Yeah, do you get to, American Dad always has like a lot of guest stars. Uh, no, that was another on? instance where I it was just me. It was just me in the booth, and uh, I just read the lines one by one. And I was so used to doing Bob's the other way that when I did it, did that with them, I was like, it kind of threw me off at, at first. Uh, and then I got, I was like, oh, okay. Cause a lot of, a lot of shows do that way. A lot of do, they just do one at a time and piece it all together. Um, so wait, did you like, have you ever I actually auditioned met for him on some other stuff, but, um, I've never like, you know, met beyond, you know, Hey, um, the American dad creator. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but. Well, there's Seth MacFarlane, um, Mike Barker, and Matt Weitzman. There might be Matt Weitzman. I know Mike, Mike Barker left when the show moved to TV. Yeah, I think it's Matt Seth Weitzman. And Mike, Matt um, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that he was the show creator the first time I met him. I thought he was one of the writers mm -hmm. uh, directing me and stuff. And I apologized to him for later. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, wait, I, I know uh, Matt Weitzman. I should, you, yeah. That's just you should have him on Bald Talk. Um, good looking out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how he can hear it. He hasn't acted in live action. The baldness. Well, really, dialogue? I actually don't even know if he's actually done any voices. Like, there are ones that he's on. He's credited as like an uncredited actor on IMDb, yeah. so I don't know whether he yeah, was actually I him. I don't know what his background stuff is. He's a lovely fellow, though. Lovely. Yeah, uh, some, I know uh, you were also in uh, you were also uh, in Parks and Recreation, and when I, when I saw it, it was uh, like very early in the series, and like I, I was like, I, I, I wasn't entirely sure if it was you or not, because right. it was like, yep. oh, that facial hair. That was me. So I was like, yeah, that's me. I is that, that him? And <laughs> Uh, I know in that episode uh, features a character that I wish the net that only appeared really early on, but he seemed like a really funny character. He's played by Eric Edelstein. Like, oh, he's great! Total yeah. freaking legend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and and it must have been weird when he like when he was told to run, like run in a fake chase with a naked Chris no, Pratt. That, that's funny. That just makes it like, weird for him, but. Uh, mm -hmm. I also know you were in Brooklyn Nine Nine. That show's funny. Oh, uh, so, so, so yeah, you got so you got to meet uh, uh, the uh, cast of Brooklyn. I just Nine worked with Andy, that? but I know Joe. I've worked with Joe before. Um, 
Yeah, what, wasn't he like yeah, the yeah, guy in, in who my, killed in the Chet episode? He's like, uh, um, my either my hallucinated partner or the one I actually kill. Like, no, no, no I think it was that you killed him, right, Because you right. thought he was hallucinated, that's but right. then you heard everyone talking yeah. about how great he was. Come on. How crazy is that to uh, kill? Like, you know, obviously fake, but how how crazy is that to like act a scene out like that? Um, it's fun. I mean, I honestly, uh, yeah, I kind of like that stuff. Um, but it, it was, it's, it is insane because it, but it's, I think it's fun because, uh, it's also counterbalanced to how s- stupid that mm. everything else is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's cool to have like some really kind of like, oh, committed drama, not committed drama, but close to that feeling and then pop back out to like, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, wait, let me ask you guys a question. And it's totally fine if you don't know anything about it, but I would love for you guys to watch it and, and hear what you, you think about it. Uh, do you know anything about those, those adult swim specials I did? Um, not specifically. Which ones are we um, talking about? Uh, we're talking about, it's called Mr. Neighbor's House and Mr. Neighbor's House 2. Man, uh, no, I, I haven't right. watched. Just no, watch, watch, watch them because I'm curious what you guys would think. Because they're, I pitched them as like it's like a David Lynch kids show. Okay. Um, can you say the uh, title for me one more time? Mister Neighbor's House, and then Mister. Is it spelled like like uh, won't like, you be my neighbor? Uh, is it spelled like neighbor. Jim neighbor? Like the 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 noun neighbor, and then Mister okay. Neighbor's House too. It's live action. Is it animated or live action? Man. Uh, so wait, do we see anyone's yeah, yeah, you see any mine. human faces there? You see a lot of mine. Um, and then in the second, is it like a? Is it? Are you like playing uh, like I'm a puppeteer right. breaking the fourth wall? <laughs> good. I want you to see it, and it. But okay. do you guys know uh, if you know sure you know what it. like David Lynch's vibe is, right? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I know he's he's just like really weird, this weird stuff. When what's probably the weirdest thing he ever did is agree to play a bar. Oh, wasn't he? He was also show. on a um, The Simpsons, I think. I, I I actually also have a very encyclopedic. I, I don't can't find right. a, a noun for that, uh, adjective for that, but. You I know a lot about The Simpsons. I do not believe he was ever on The Simpsons. He was on Family Guy. He was never on. The, I thought he was on The, the Simpsons. Clean. I thought there was like a, a a throwaway thing to him where he just was like, because he has such a distinctive voice. Um, maybe it was. Maybe it was like. Maybe like he appeared as a character of a voice by yeah. one of the regular voice actors. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already watched a little bit of the. Um, Mr. Neighbor's house. What you guys were talking? Oh yeah, I definitely. I definitely. I like the idea of it because it's it's like it. I it's definitely something that I thought about, like like watching or well, seeing like the um commercial for the Mr. Uh, for the um for the movie of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I thought yeah. I definitely thought of something like that where it was like, what if you know it wasn't so jolly? What if it was you know kind of like you see the uh, cars getting broken down, you see when you throw that up and it just uh comes down like on the thing i think that's dope <laughs> yeah just watch it all the way through it goes it goes 
keeps going beyond the last thing you think it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On, on, when it, is it like on uh, Adult Swim's more like TV fourteen side or on Adult Swim's TV, more TV? Um, probably the, the Adult fourteen. How old are you? How old are you guys? Um. Uh. Oh, not, that, that's right. I'm, I, maybe I'm not gonna reveal my exact age, but not. I, I'm not the guy playing Aerosol gotcha. Asparagus cool. is not currently eighteen yet. Yeah, but I still my, watch I, my daughter is thirteen, and but she's always had like really, she's always gravitated to, been curious about, gravitated to like a little bit older than her, her, I guess her age range or something. Yeah, yeah, know. her, her uh, what her demographic should be. I'm, yeah, I'm but uh, yeah, but it's always it's never been sort of like in a. I don't know. She she asks good questions. I'm always like, okay, so you, you I think you're. You're doing okay. So, so does she watch episodes of Bob Burgers that you're in? And just like, man, that's that's my dad. Um, hopefully she's saying that in her head. She likes. <laughs> she's proud of me, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's cute. Uh, I like it. I'm trying to impress her because I love her. Uh, yeah. Did she ever comment on the fact that, like, she that? You're her father. You're uh, no, never, like never discussed that. Um, she is. Just, she did one time say, "Like it's weird that you're supposed to be a little boy because you're so old." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe in in since okay. this is probably yeah. going to end soon. Let's just ask some more questions uh, to uh, our other guy, Mister Shakespeare. Uh, uh, so actually, uh, like I was go to your earlier, library. you know, we have a couple of different, um, we have a couple of different ways to like, you know, try to get people interested in everything. And I mean, honestly, it's just, it's really whoever can find it. I think that's the, definitely like the challenging part of just coming in. So whoever can get an invitation, whoever can. So is it like. Only for the elite well, or something? Is there, are, you, are you that kind I'm of definitely person? A book lover, so I um I want to make sure that people that come into my store actually want to you know buy read you know buy and read the books. So I make sure that only people who could you know really they really have to think to like find different interpretations of the books and even ways that you can find it. Um, and other ways like maybe you know somebody left a thing on the coffee cup. You know they gotta go through a whole bunch of different things to you know find it. Do you make it that difficult to actually uh, make payment? Like, do they have to go through all those steps to actually pay for the books before they leave? Well, it, it kind of depends on the book. It depends on how old the book might be, how expensive the book might be. But most of the time, no. Okay. What if you, what if, what if you got like a profile in some like lifestyle magazine that said this is like the trendy place to go and then all of a sudden people – a whole new clientele of people who are committed to being endlessly frustrated before they find you uh, <laughs> and then have a hard time paying for the books. Like, would you want to take on that clientele or you just want the people who want I mean, to freak you out? I, I definitely think that I, I, I think it would be interesting to have people that would just constantly search. And I think, I think what I, I think what it would do is I, I think I would definitely be down for it. I think I would definitely welcome that, but I would also feel like 
every like once in a while, like after a certain amount of time, I would just move my location to make it even harder. Holy shit. Okay. So this is a next level um, business model you've got. Yeah. I really don't see how you're going to bring that to Amazon scale. Um, <laughs> but I am willing to back you if you want some, you want some money for the project. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely think, think I do. And I think, the way we can definitely advertise it to Amazon, we can have it so that like, you know, oh, I'm like, saying how can we compete with Amazon? Because this business model is gold. Okay. Well, I, I think, I think honestly, as long as we make sure that we uh, publicize it, but mm-hmm. publicize it in a way where it's that it's, nobody can read it. Right. Yeah, exactly. In a way where it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Like you really have mm-hmm. to think about it. So it's like, you see, you see an ad for something else. And you might have a little hint of where it might be. And I think definitely things like that. But we still so want to make it universal enough that we can compete with Amazon. So it's most that, definitely it's that it's that sweet spot between making it so frustrating that no normal human would even try it and then make it mm. so universal that everyone's willing to try it. Yeah. And everybody wants to do it. Well, we shouldn't be com- we shouldn't be competing with Amazon this week. Um, we shouldn't, do, we shouldn't be, doing be doing anything, anything with, with Amazon, Amazon this week. This week. Yeah, yeah, you don't know uh, about the whole but, but uh, Amazon not, boycott. But thing. Wouldn't competing against Amazon be <laughs> exactly be in be the interest of because, you know then and then we make and then eventually right there's gonna be a book or there has to be some type of article that comes out. We say, yo, we're the only people that had this article, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then that'll be our advertisement. You want some dirt on Amazon? We got it over here. We might not actually have it, but. So as far as funding, you basically just need a shovel to dig out a big hole in the side of a hill, and then you fill it with books, and then we start from there, right? Yeah, most definitely. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then, you know... I'll Venmo you $35 to start this company. Okay, I'm definitely... I definitely think that would work. Maybe another... You know, of course, I'm going to need a couple people to do this blindfolded, so I think... You know, of course, we're going to have to... Hey, whatever you do in your private time, that is totally you... Okay, got you. No judgment there. I, I'm gonna right. hire a couple, you know, a couple of my cousins. I'm just gonna blindfold them and help, you know, and they're gonna help me dig out the place where the books are. So, but you're not gonna give me any directions. So they might end up digging out two different locations, right? I'll uh, we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> yeah, make it up as it goes. This seems yeah. to be seems to be the business model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so yeah, we should really try to, uh, Mr. Shakespeare. You should really uh, maybe get into the public thing. Try to take down uh, Jeff Bezos, or as I like to call him, <laughs> Anorex Luther, because he's yeah, like skinny I mean, Lex Luther. Yeah, I have to. I think I'm definitely gonna go through the job with this. I think we're definitely going to make it so that like we might even have it so that, like in every state, there's just a hole in the side of a mountain. What's it? What, wait, do you have a company name? Even Wyoming. You, okay. So that, that was something that we, we got to work on. It's, mm. it's, 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 it's an idea, but mm-hmm. you know, right now we're not, we don't really have a slogan. We just have like, you know, there's people that call us certain things and we, you know, but it's nothing official yet. Uh, ghost hole. No, that's off putting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's um, mystery hole. Any hole, we gotta lose the hole part. That part, yeah, the hole might be that might be a little off putting because the yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe um mystery pot. Mystery pot. Oh, mystery area that can be cr- mystery hollow area. Mystery uh, hollow area. Or or we could call it or we can call it MHA. Maybe we, we could just say MHA Industries. MHA Books. Keep it really yeah. simple. MHA Books. And then I was even thinking like hollow hold. Um HH. I think that I think frustration think. books. Um uh frustratingthecatch.com <laughs> find me books yeah or or help me i'm in a hole books <laughs> no yeah. I like that would uh kidnapper books yeah yes. call it kidnapper books yep kidnapper books yeah well uh well the, I, hey no I no no, no. this is a business a meeting now okay until this Wait, is figured the, out the, you're not going anywhere okay let's, let's Welcome to minutes. this is corporate America, my friend. Okay, we gotta so, grind some brilliant. The I next, think, whatever uh, the next thing said is the name of the company, because Aristotle's got gotta bounce. Okay, okay. Uh, I think we're going with kidnapper kidnapper books. Kidnapper books. Okay, great, great. Yeah. I think that has a fun like fun bring to it. it yeah, totally yeah. Does it. People like naps, nappy. Yeah. It's totally fun. doesn't make the FBI want to come and check it out. That's nope. totally not. No, there's nothing know. weird about any of our business model. No, I think we could. Yeah, well, uh, well, uh, Brian and, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank dude, you so thanks, much for coming for on. Having me. So an, you guys, an are, I, I really love that you're doing this. I genuinely do. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I it, it, it has also kind of made me a nice. minimal amount of money. I get about like, yeah. I've made about three bucks. Uh, but yeah, you think you might, you might uh, recommend yeah, this you to know some what? That's other, the kind of like, shit that happens off how many the air, people, like, Again, you know, in the podcasting world, people don't want to hear deals being yeah. broken down yeah. on the but, air. It's crass. It's crass. But I mean, I'm, yep. I'm definitely, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, I'm definitely well, like, I definitely watched the, um, Mr. Neighbor's house. I think. Oh, cool. I, I think it was a. I think it was a. I think it was a funny idea. My my only question. Wait, did you watch? It, did you just watch it while you're doing the podcast with me? Yes. I no, did. you didn't watch it. Then I'm not gonna. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, I just. I, but I just wanted to ask. Why is the boy the only? Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Why is I the... thought that was like no. The boy, like the boy, is the only puppet out of everybody. I was uh, thinking about that. I was like, I was just wondering why. Oh, you're you're only part way through it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm on mute. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I'm. I don't make shit for you to be doing a podcast and watch at the same time. It's a complete experience where your whole soul will be served up to you, and you will not recognize yourself. Okay, so I'll watch it, and then I'll definitely DM you, and you may or may not see it. And uh, yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, oh, that's it. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Well. Cool. Uh, oh, were you gonna say something? Oh, you got it. Yeah, but uh, th- thank, thank you so much for doing this. It, it, it was really fun. If I have any <laughs> right. further questions, yeah, I'll uh, let me know. Ask you them. Okay. Somewhere else. Uh, All right. Bye, y'all. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Uh,